0: Hey everybody, how are you doing? I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you're all well-rested. Um, just got off the road with Carbon Leaf, played in Pauling last night, got home early this morning, and I am very tired. Um, have an early flight tomorrow to head back down to Virginia to do some recording with Carbon Leaf. It's very, very exciting. Um. Other than that, next week, if you're in the Boston area and you're around on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, and you want to have a uh, margarita with me, I'll be playing Jazz Brunch at Devlin's in Brighton Center, in Massachusetts, with, with my friend Chris Brown, who will be uh, featured for the second part on uh, on this episode. And then uh, that week of the 5th, the 5th through through the 11th, I will be in New York City. So I'll be in New York City on the 9th doing a, uh, a show at Rockwood Music Hall, Stage 2, with Mr. Dan Mills. Dan Mills opened a couple shows for Carbon Leaf this past week, and it was really, really great. He played with us in uh, at the City Winery in Boston, and he played with us in Sellersville at the Sellersville Theater. It was awesome to spend a couple days with Dan. And I hope you all enjoyed his music, and go check him out online. I also wanted to remind everybody that we are now on Stitcher, so if Stitcher is your favorite app to listen to podcasts, check out After the Gig on Stitcher. Also, as always, we're on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, all that good stuff, so check it out, and if you have a question or anything... Uh, please send it to afterthegigpod at gmail.com. Again, it's after the gig pod at gmail.com. Make sure you rate the episode, review it, tell your friends about it. Uh yeah. So we're just getting off of a very busy stretch right here. It, it's just been it's been crazy, kind of been flat out for a month. So I apologize for the brevity of these intros and uh not getting to your questions today but uh i just just couldn't be couldn't be helped i'm only i'm only home for uh about less than 24 hours so please check all that stuff out come down to to, to dev and have brunch and listen to some jazz and uh, also that's if you're in the Massachusetts area and also come to Rockwood Music Hall stage two to see a full band show with Dan Mills. I'll be playing drums and uh, singing backgrounds with Dan and very very excited about that. Other than that I am keeping this real short. I gotta wake up early. I got stuff to do. So without further ado please enjoy this part two with Mr. Critter. More beer, mm. less pee in our bodies. uh Oh, <laughs> that's been kind of a common common theme, because we uh, uh, when I did this with Brandon, we drank a lot. It was like late later at night, so we yeah. drank a lot more. Yeah, yeah. And, and we took like two two or three pee breaks. Mm. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, you gotta stay hydrated. You know, gotta get a bathroom in here in this room.
1: Yeah, well, or just you know, they've got. You know, new new generations of uh, those, those diaper things, the pens. It's like yeah, it's like you know. Yeah, they, now it's like a those. gel. Now it's a gel. I think.
0: Yeah. So when you wear it and you go, it's like not a big deal.
1: Yeah, it's kind of just like a little bit of like, you know, those inflatable arm wings that you get when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like
0: that. You, you know? basically just look like you have a Kim Kardashian <laughs> butt. Yeah. It's actually a positive. A diaper butt. <laughs> and you can just go.
1: Well, I love that diaper butt.
0: <laughs> I feel like that's definitely something that's in my future. <laughs> I think it's in all of our futures. You know, that's just
1: the way it goes. Just imagine probably. playing
0: a gig and you got to go. Oh, geez. Just oh, go, geez. man.
1: Somebody just take me out to the pasture at that point of thing. let and like, Well, I just pooped my pants. I pooped them.
0: Oh, oh God. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to play? Like as far as guitar mm, yeah are you super passionate about doing the jazz gigs every week and learning new stuff every week or are you are, do you like doing changing it up and doing some different
1: oh shit? well like i said man I, I i didn't know who miles davis was when i started berkeley right but at, i felt when i got there he's like oh you have to do this you have to I still learn can't this. believe that oh yeah i had for uh, you, you know what was hilarious was my audition because <laughs> oh, please, no, please don't. <laughs> you know I I, um, I found this teacher at Berkeley that like changed my life his name is Richie Hart you know uh, protege of George Benson and this this guy Johnny uh, Smith um, and uh amazing teacher holy cow so
0: how, good how did he how did he change your life just his approach or or how he spoke to you personally and-
1: yeah yeah his approach his way of putting it mm-hmm. and um that it resonated with me because it's what i was doing at the point but i didn't know it mm-hmm. i didn't have a method and like he like oh yeah you this is this is it this is what you're doing you know yeah you know um because I was doing the same thing I did in high school, which was um, I was playing blues. Right, I loved to play the blues. I was playing Buddy Guy stuff, and basically I would come home after school and put on a record and play along. That's great. Okay, and so for my addition though, I actually had Richie Hart as, and I didn't know who he was at this point. I wouldn't know who he was for like another like couple of years, and it was Richie Hart and this other guy. So Richie was like this jazz guy, and this other guy was like a more like a Jimi Hendrix person or something like that. Yeah, I forget who it was, but really nice guy. And and uh, they they had asked me to play blue, blue bossa. Yeah, and they were like, we're gonna play a bossa. And I was like, what the hell is a bossa? I don't is that a type of blues? Is that like the <laughs> calypso blues? Is that what you're more saying? Like bossa nova, more like <laughs> bossa no way. <laughs> So, I'm, I'm playing, the I'm soloing over this tune, and I'm just ripping C minor apart, you know, like, you know, and then the tune goes, changes key, you know, halfway through, and I literally did this. I stopped him. I was like, guys, there's something wrong with the backing track, because... My stuff that I'm playing doesn't sound good
0: <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, "Well, it's a good thing you noticed that." Yeah, they were like, "Well, that's good. That's good, Chris. You did. You did great. You did great." <laughs> yeah, I remember my my audition was like, oh, it was tough. I think Larry Finn. Oh remember yeah, Larry, yep. Larry. Oh yeah, great drummer, great rock drummer. Right. Yeah. Um, he was in my audition. And Ronald Mahdi Oh yeah. yeah. That's one of my first Berkeley
1: ensemble teachers.
0: Yeah, he was one of my first Berkeley ensemble
1: teachers.
0: Makdi. Yeah. Dude, he ripped me apart, man. He you know yeah. you know the scene in in <laughs> in that movie what's the movie? The the jazz movie? Uh the drummer.
1: Uh, oh, Bird? Is it the Clint Eastwood one? Where the drummer throws a cymbal? no oh no you're talking about uh wipe out or something like that or washout or
0: yeah i think uh, it's it might be wipe out yeah i don't know whatever it is wipe you, out you new, all know
1: what i'm saying wipe out the new jazz movie
0: <laughs> i had one of those experiences like when you like walk into the room and you think mm-hmm. you're hot shit and then mm-hmm. you start playing and then all of a sudden no. director stops everything <laughs> and goes just you and me just you and me for a second and we're oh. playing and he's like Trying to fuck with me with the time and, oh, he, and like it's so early in my oh, God. musical development. He really almost he he made me want to punch him. Yeah, he re, he really did. Like and I and yeah. I don't you know people that know me know that I can sometimes have a little bit of a short fuse. Sure, and That's especially true. especially but when I'm uncomfortable. Je- Jesse short fuse. Humphrey Humphrey. <laughs> i've It's something I've worked on a lot over the years. But good. good. <laughs> because you don't you probably don't have never seen that right no i've never
1: you know i've woken up you know from the sidewalk sometimes and been like what the hell <laughs> what happened? happened
0: last thing i knew
1: i was, with I was jesse. hanging with jesse now I'm on the sidewalk yeah. his face did get real red
0: though <laughs> and then i woke up <laughs> and i had a great sleep though yeah it was, that was like like a baby i usually say that you just say go to sleep. Go- and then we catch up the next day like yeah "Yeah, i I, I saw you You you're drinking i don't know what happened well let's let's do it again i laughed you know i went home and punched the punching bag a couple times (laughs) i feel better (laughs) um no but i was in i was in this ensemble and i actually got moved from one ensemble to his Mm. because they thought i was they thought i was too advanced for this other this other ensemble and really what it probably was was they they didn't like you they they just they had another drummer that needed to be somewhere and they and they bumped me up to the other thing like we don't like this guy yeah and by too advanced i mean i knew song form that's about that's about it like i knew when the A section went to the b section this that's guy listened, he,
1: this guy listens to he, music yeah he yeah.
0: he knows what music sounds like that's how advanced i was it's no bueno no bueno <laughs> so i get to the thing and i'm having this moment and and he's like playing and he's like do you like do you like play the records and stuff and and meanwhile there's like <laughs> there's like 6 great impersonation with yeah it. there's like six other musicians in there just staring at what's happening <laughs> and you can just imagine you you'd probably feel the embarrassment that i felt at the time oh my god i'm like yeah and then he asked me so does it sound like you're actually in the record or <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what the fuck man like i'm just a kid trying to learn oh and that's a, thing, that's a thing that's the thing about berkeley that i don't like it like yeah. The perception is you need to know everything before you even get there. I know, like, what—that's
1: not the point, right? You're that's not the to, point. You're supposed to go there and learn.
0: Yeah, because yeah. a lot of a lot of the professors there are a little name droppy, and yeah, and, and they—they're not quite sure if it's cool to teach at Berkeley, which it totally is. Yeah, I don't I mean, think it's it, 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 that's that would be a dream job. Are you kidding? It would totally be a dream job. And so many of the players there—they're—they're they're so so many of the professors there are so good um and it's and it's just nice that they're they're passing on the torch and yeah it
1: might it might be a grinder for them as well as
0: the students though like it probably is all of a sudden
1: like you're a teacher there and you have to be like oh you have to
0: you have to know everything now yeah yeah it's hard on their schedules too because a lot of times i would have a teacher that would uh that i would have and then they would go on tour and yeah and then i would have a sub for the rest of the year or something like that so like taryn lynn carrington that happened right uh, right right um I can't remember. Like, oh, uh, like Ken Woodenard. Or something yeah, like he that. went on tour. Yeah. Uh, Tony Smith was was my was my teacher for a long oh, time. Who who did, I, who did he play? I don't know who that. Lou Reed. Oh wow. Yeah. Tony, Holy shit. Walk, t- walk on the wild side with that dude. Yeah, man. He was. He, I mean, that dude is from outer space. Yeah. Tony <laughs> Tony Thunder Smith, man. Holy if you shit. haven't heard of him, please look him up. He's he's uh, not only an unbelievable drummer but yeah. he is an unbelievable person he really wow. uh, he really kind of held my hand and guided me through uh yeah through a lot of stuff um and like he was cool like we would go out to lunch and stuff at the at the yeah uh, around the corner cafe or across the street <laughs> cafe whatever it was
1: <laughs> that, that you know that that happens at berkeley it probably doesn't happen at other places where the teacher's like hey you you want to just uh you want to like maybe uh go for you know you want to hit this joint, or yeah, <laughs> or go? Let's go grab some beers at
0: Woody's, you know? Yeah, or I've, t- I've TCs that-
1: or something like that. And you're just like,
0: what? <laughs> What's that? Like that dive bar that's right across the street from 150? That's kind of around, around. I think it's
1: TCs or TJs t- or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it, that burned down. I think though, it
0: did burn down. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's one of the cool things about it because it t- that it's also there's also a lesson to be learned in that. Yeah, about
1: just hanging and hanging and, and, and
0: you got to be able to
1: hang and and yeah getting to know each other and, and kind of you know just relaxing and yeah you know i was you know have you ever had this when i was at berkeley when i was in the <laughs> when i was like in private instruction or whatever and we'd listen to music and you'd just be listening and you know the teacher's trying to show you something about this track that's cool. Yeah. But it's only you and him in the room and the music's playing and you're not you're just your ears just aren't good enough to understand what the fuck is going on. You know, and you're just like okay this has been playing for like two and a half minutes and i still don't get it (laughs) yeah (laughs) there's like some awkward shit that happens too
0: where when did you have that experience i don't think i've ever had that experience
1: (laughs) that might be that might be singular to me but like you know that's just like the awkward pauses and you're just like sitting there like should i should i say like yeah this is this shit is great it's like yeah it's (laughs)
0: great (laughs) like
1: what am i listening for
0: can i can i put my pants back
1: on you know no you know what you know what 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 happened one time one one time um one time uh and this is this is caught on on audio recording because i had to tape all my lessons but my teacher uh this was in the summer and berkeley in the summer has like high school kids that go there yeah the berkeley summer
0: program yeah some
1: you know whatever bullshit some
0: bullshit some bullshit and
1: and so there's all these kids that are high school kids and they're all trying way too hard and they're all in the hallways and they're all singing and playing guitar you know at full volume in the hallways that shit
0: drives me crazy
1: yeah we're in this private you know room and uh there's some kid fucking singing right outside the room and the teacher opens the door and he's like you know, could you stop that or just move somewhere else? We're trying to have a lesson here. And yeah. the kid's like, oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. It's like, we get it. We're all at yeah. music school. You yeah. like music. Yeah. We and, get it.
1: And then the teacher, you like, slammed the door. But I was sitting very close to the door, and it popped my fucking eardrum. What?
0: Yeah. Like a legitimate, like, well, issue? Well, not, yeah, like. Or are you exaggerating?
1: No, it was bad. It was like, Ping! and I was like, oh. Oh,
0: oh, so you had, a little, like, a little tinnitus for a little while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't say anything, though. Oh because like this guy's too cool you know how much
0: money berkeley has that you could have had
1: <laughs> billions
0: okay i ruined my ears
1: oh my god i ruined just my. just to tell again.
0: a musician told another musician to stop singing
1: yeah you know but i just didn't have the heart to say hey man i think you just popped my fucking eardrum yeah i would have know? done the same thing i was like oh god i'll just keep going and you're like and then he's like all right let's play this tune i'm like sure and i'm like you know i'm like it didn't seem like you heard that
0: note right it's like (laughs) oh well i used to hear it right until you slammed that fucking door in my ear and now and now i'm fucked i'm like i get up to leave i fall like face down (laughs) you're having like inner ear problems (laughs) your balance is gone what the
1: fuck is wrong with you man you can't even walk bro
0: (laughs) sorry i'll be better next week (laughs) (laughs) hopefully my hearing comes back it's fine huh oh my god that was nuts that was nuts dude i it's funny i i liked it i I used to run into that shit all the time where when kids would be singing and and Uh, shit out in the hallways and stuff and oh i'm trying to write a paper or something yeah yeah it's like distracting
1: you know it's cool they're they're young 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 guys and girls trying to like yeah. start their stuff you know peacocking yeah, yeah totally peacocking
0: yeah it happens it happens a lot
1: that was another. okay now there's another tidbit um that i learned from this was another like freshman guitar ensemble no guitar lab thing but john marasco who has passed away actually really yeah but oh my god such a RIP, john yeah but awesome guy really really awesome guy and uh he was we were all sitting there in the guitar top stuff like nine guitars all just playing stuff every and everybody's plugged into the an amp and everybody's gone and john john got, got up he's like all right guys you know we're gonna get ready to play um we're gonna do this stuff and and he just he, i just want to let you guys all know one thing and and we're like what what and it's like um you know none of you got yo, well, all you guys would get fired <laughs> <laughs> and we're like what are you talking about it's like yeah because you know the the first thing someone's gonna do when they hire you is is they're gonna try to like tell you what to do or what, what we, what we want to do and if you're playing noodling around like that it's over you're gone you're done yeah and then nobody nobody fucking noodled anymore you know everybody's like okay okay
0: I had so many teachers that use that same technique just to get yeah. kids to shut up. Yeah, and it's it's true. It's so mean, hard, man. To, it is hard, to especially when you're trying to like you know, learn some shit. Oh my god, it, it's way worse in a, in a drum lab. Oh Jesus. Oh my god. Dude. Oh my god. You have you have seven seven kids, <laughs> all of them behind drum sets, <laughs> all of them trying to like show off.
1: That's when you have to like bring in the the gun and just put it, on the table. <laughs>
0: put it on the table be like if any you motherfucker
1: you don't even say anything about the gun yeah, or any you just put the gun unloaded yeah of course you know just yeah. to- it could be even a toy gun doesn't It doesn't. Just- but you just put it on the table you're just
0: like all right let's begin class and everybody's like oh. <laughs> are you did you have any uh notable alum alum from your your uh from 2003 yeah, I guess so.
1: I have no idea. Really? Um, well, you know what? No, some you know, people always like, like
0: out doing stuff.
1: Yeah, no, there's definitely. Um, I it's a little bit hard to remember who exactly I went to school with, but I remember um, like f- the first first one that pops in my head is the bass player on um, one of these late night shows. Uh, it's uh, it's not Seth Meyers.
0: It's the guy that has the root drummer. <laughs> so he plays bass for the roots yes sean not sean no i'm thinking of uh i'm thinking of john mayer's bass player he's the bass player on that
1: tonight show band with the roots and i think he's probably then by default in the roots i he, i'm sure he's in the roots anyway that guy was that guy was um you know in in um in school with me i actually w- he was married he got married to this girl that was in ear training class. Uh, with me i don't know if they're still married or not but Hmm. her name was erum i remember that because she had a strange first name
0: yeah
1: and man i went to see this guy play at wally's and uh he played electric bass Uh, maybe his name is mark kelly or something like that
0: i don't know i wonder if it's still like that like was it like a tuesday night wally's thing tuesday or wednesday
1: i never been to wally's besides friday or saturday really I've never been on a Monday,
0: Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I used to always go on Tuesdays and Wednesdays because like Tuesday was it's like Aaron Bellamy and Amy no I, I don't even know who Aaron Bellamy is, even though
1: like are you serious? yeah, yeah like like I think
0: incredible bass player
1: yeah, but I've never I don't know I don't know or great, Jason great Palmer. Guy too never loves heard, fishing never
0: <laughs> he does I had really? a conversation yeah, I met him one time my I met Aaron one time uh when my buddy Dave so he like to catch bass balls <laughs> that's a good one. oh, oh man Badunkush. um yeah i had a conversation with him one time when i got to play with him Ooh. at uh at my buddy dave's conservatory opening right down the street oh cool the newton conservatory at highlands oh yeah mm-hmm. this is right here it's right here yeah What's dave, it called? Dave, uh, dave and i did the newton conservatory at highlands oh that's a good name yeah it's cool and it's a great space uh they do lessons for all ages and stuff like that they've they they have a ton of ton of great teachers and stuff yeah yeah uh dave Dave, do you you teach there i don't i i was originally going to yeah but um i i've just been on the road too much right and they need more consistency than that but yeah 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 uh i've been thinking about trying to start you or, could do master classes though
1: that's right? exactly yeah oh, I, you were to say that yeah I yeah. was
0: thinking about getting a master class together mm-hmm. and uh, either doing like a full band thing or just a drum thing or yeah or something like that but um you know I, I like I like the idea of teaching yeah I I know that you have been a teacher for for a long time now oh yeah like it's kind of scary actually it is scary long. it's hard it's hard for me I've still bad at it i'm like you know what i'm sure you're better than ne- you next week i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna really buckle
0: down and start <laughs> and start making a lesson plan and start making a lesson rather plan. than like an hour before the thing just <laughs> just like winging shit off to the because i know how it is i mean an hour before the lesson you're like fuck i have to figure this <laughs> out what am i gonna teach this kid i know
1: you're like ah fuck it i'll just listen to this stand-up special yeah it's like, hard
0: i feel like the hardest part is just keeping the kids engaged
1: yeah, well, you you know the the one secret that I think uh, oh, it's not really a secret, but the one thing that keeps people engaged is if if you're prepared. It doesn't matter what you do, but if you're prepared,
0: I agree. Then I they're agree like, they're
1: like, whoa, this yeah. got, you know, they they're just off balance. But if you are, they know un- you're serious. Yeah, and if if you're unprepared, it's it's not, it's all over.
0: Yeah, if you're if you're prepared, they know you're serious. And also, if you do the Berkeley thing, and you put that gun on that table, they also <laughs> yeah. know
1: you're serious. Well, that's being prepared, right? That's, that's being like I mean, oh, you got to be prepared. To remember, you got to remember the gun. I'm just I'm just <laughs> kidding. We don't support that. No, not at all. Not at all. Not one bit. Not even a little bit. No. If you want self protection, learn jujitsu.
0: When I first started playing with Carbon Leaf, John is is the bass player in Carbon Leaf. Oh, but when I first started playing with Carbon Leaf, one of our it was not one of our first shows but like an early show on one of the tours that we did it was in nashville yeah um we were up in the green room and after the show after we had like played and packed up and like we had some you know in nashville there's always like industry people that come want to come backstage and hang out yeah and stuff like that
1: oh yeah which
0: is you know it's, it's just one of those things that's like okay there's a shitload of people back here just like wanting to be backstage right. or whatever right yeah um other than you know Usually more so than just friends and family and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Well, it's big music town, right, Nashville? Big, big old music town. Big old. It's absolutely the biggest music town. I mean, I I would argue it's bigger than New York and L A. and stuff. But wow. Um, but do they have do they
1: have different genres of music, or is it just of all? Of course. Is it yeah. all just like singers, singer
0: songwriters? Like. I'd say it's mostly singer songwriters i mean it's one of those places that you have these songwriting houses that you you have songwriters going in and they do co-writes and you're literally sitting in a room for like usually it's about four hours yeah with with another person you're co-writing songs and they just try to pump them out wow Um, that's that's amazing it's 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 really inspiring actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've witnessed a couple things. I've always I've wanted to do some co-writes. I'm not like quite there with my music writing yeah, yet. Yeah, but I would like to get to the point where I can go down there and co-write with somebody. And I know a guy actually
1: him. that that does that. Um, that uh, he one of his jobs is he just writes songs and then yeah. sells them.
0: Yeah, a lot. A lot of people do that, and I'm like, you could do that, <laughs> totally. I mean, Liz Longley, her picture's up on the wall there. <clears throat> oh, um, good friend of mine. She was actually a Berkeley Berkeley alum when, when when I was there. We weren't friends actually yeah. until until later on when she started opening for Stephen Kellogg when I was playing with Stephen. Cl- Kellogg. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So we kind of put two and two together there, but super talented. Was uh, um she lives down in Nashville right now. Yeah, and she does songwriting like, uh, co-writes all the time. They call them rights.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's just, it's like, it's, it's like a job for them.
1: It's a culture, a culture of stuff down mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I think I heard, like, an NPR thing, and they were trying to explain it, and they are like, yeah, we just, like, get together and have a session.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like what we're doing right now. Except they're writing music. Except they're writing music. But it, this is very similar, because... And, th- and they're making money. And they're making money, <laughs> where you're not making any money. But it's literally it's this you're Hmm. you're sitting you're 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 bouncing ideas off each other and um but anyway i was down in nashville yeah and we played this show at the nashville city winery which is such a great venue wait a minute Mm -hmm. wait a minute hold the phone you said city winery yes isn't
1: there a city winery in boston
0: there is it's it's a uh so this is a, a chain yep there's one in dc boston atlanta and this is where Chicago. people play music
1: at right yep yeah do they have like a stage
0: is there lights and stuff or oh yeah what they got lights they got, where, stage, where they the got microphones and everything where? seats wine hmm. food it's you know it's it's a great place to go see a show if you and janelle haven't seen haven't been to the boston city winery yet have you been there no so you go there you know and you sit down and and it's like a dinner, a, almost like a dinner theater. Yeah. Uh, you sit down, you have your meal, you watch the show. This it, is a place that you'd, you would play, you know? Or? I am playing at... Oh, you are I'm playing, playing at the Boston City Winery on the 20, 25th or 26th of April with Carbon Leaf.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: So we've done the New York one a bunch of times. Yeah. We've done uh like like how, how i've done many... atlanta i've done uh dc i've done Jeez. i've done a bunch of them i've done uh chicago a couple times
1: but each one is the same sort of uh experience or is it different rooms different, different rooms vibes. definitely different okay. rooms
0: different layouts different vibes okay. uh the new york one is is great i saw the wood brothers play there i've, I've seen All i right. saw a did lot they, of great did they, players did there. they
1: play i got loaded
0: they did yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah i love that i mean you know you take from what you know yeah sure really. sure
1: dude i can't believe it i played uh last monday i played i ain't drunk by alba collins and we got
0: i, I still got to do that one i think about that song oh a lot because it's on my list
1: yeah i i never practiced it before with a band and the, I'm, what i mean is i never rehearsed it such a great bar song and it went off like amazing And I'm like, I was just like, what? How did that
0: happen? Any song like that is going to go over really well. Oh, it was great. It was great. Yeah. All right. So sorry. City Winery. City Winery. But, uh, well, we were in Nashville. We were talking about jujitsu. And basically, John, mm -hmm. who is the sober one of the crew. Nice. Yeah. Doesn't drink brown belt and jujitsu, which is pretty high.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you don't want to mess with that guy. You
0: don't want to mess with him. And we know not to mess with him. I would I would never. I mean, John is one of my best friends in the world. Yeah. And Doug, our front of house. And this was like one of my first shows with the band. Yeah. So I didn't realize that the, like this was like a thing that they do after shows, which it's <laughs> not really, but it's something that they did do after a show one time. Yeah. Doug wanted to wrestle John. <laughs> and I was like. And we were all, like, drunk. We were all, like, pretty drunk on wine. Oh, really? We're, like, eat, like shoving... Oh, these so the,
1: these guys still enjoy, um, you know, having a good time. Each other's company? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not like, all right, see you later, Bob. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I mean, you yeah. spend so much time together, you have to... Yeah. You can't really... Wine. You yeah. can't really exist. Um, but we're, like, all... I've been drinking, like, all night yeah and i was having a good time there was a bunch of people backstage so i'm being my normal jovial self (laughs) just kind of like trying to steal all the the attention from everybody yeah not really but um doug goes to wrestle john oh god and he's like really going for it and john is just like not even breaking a sweat he's like (laughs) controlling his breathing he's like john claude fucking van damme yeah and he just he he takes him down and puts him like in an arm bar. Yeah. On the ground in the middle of the green room with all these people around. And now like, the guy that's wrestling him, he he's expecting this though. He knows it's gonna happen. Yeah. He, this is something he's like, he he wants a chance at the belt, you know? Yeah, but he like, knows he's gonna lose.
1: He's like, I I'm gonna go at this as hard as I possibly can. Yep, and I'm still gonna lose.
0: And I'm still gonna lose. <laughs> so of course he you know, he taps out, he loses. Yeah. And drunk. Jesse is like, I want a chance. I can do it. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. So, let me let me put this into per- perspective. I had just joined the band. <laughs> I had met John maybe the month prior to that. Yeah. I had flown into Richmond. John picked me up at the airport, and yeah. that was the first time I'd met him. Wow. So, we didn't know each other very long, but we we.
1: I should wrestle this guy. Yeah. We had a quick... He, he just armbarred somebody. But don't worry about it. I got this. Don't, I got yeah. this. I've seen that before.
0: So, I I mean, John and I and, and me and the rest of the guys had a pretty quick... <laughs> we had a pretty quick kinship. Like, you're we like, really got along
1: like, I, very quickly. I've bartended, all right? This That's is going to be... This is a walk in the park. This
0: is a walk in the park. <laughs> For me, thinking that I'm some kind of tough guy, which is absolutely ridiculous. Wow. Which I don't mm-hmm but we start wrestling and i'm talking three seconds in we go like like we go to grapple each other yeah and just the way it's that quick he, it's quick just the way that he approaches things like it's almost it almost looks like he he's about to fall asleep <laughs> that's the way he looks when he's about yes. to start wrestling he looks yeah. like he's like you know he goes from like normal guy to just like really slow and yeah. sluggish and the, like oh my god i look like i'm about to fall asleep and then like i grapple yeah. and sloth tr- like yeah and i try yeah. to un- underhook him under his arm wow you went for an underhook yeah because i mean i know like a little bit just just from like watching watching ufc yeah. and, yep. and 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 yeah. whatever yeah i'm I- gonna and I'm just and like, having gonna, an older brother I'm going to elbow this guy in the face. <laughs> I'm going to elbow this guy right in the balls. He's not going to know what hit him. So I try to underhook him and then he immediately wraps my arm and just like almost pulls my shoulder out of the socket. Yeah. And I immediately tap out. I'm like how did that's fucking bullshit. We didn't even get to the ground. We didn't even do anything.
1: You're like I barely took my trousers off.
0: He barely he barely moved yeah. and he had me in immense pain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, and like imagine imma- I was emasculated in front of so many oh, yeah. people
0: I did not know in the yeah. green room at the Nashville City. But Wine if room. you're
1: like ha ha ha, thank thank you. You you almost like become even more of a masculine uh, figure if you if you yeah. brush it off like oh, oh yeah, of course that was nothing. Well, I knew I what, knew that was gonna
0: happen. I knew I was gonna lose, and then I sho- <laughs> and then I shoved uh, uh, like. A, a hot chicken biscuit <laughs> down my fucking gullet, <laughs> yeah. which was incredible. Which is what they have. Yeah, at Nashville, Nashville, Nashville
1: hot chicken. Yeah, that stuff is.
0: Oh my god, what was that?
1: <laughs> that was the Nashville hot chicken. I don't know how that happened. Oh god. Oh god, we're having technical difficulties. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's like a nuclear bomb which we just went off. Technical difficulties.
0: and we're back. Crusty <laughs> the clown's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man oh yeah but that nashville hot chicken that's some serious shit that's i don't know really what really they're putting in that shit but it's like
0: wow i don't like it when it's too hot i don't like stuff that's too spicy but um no but that, it, that is it tasty. has a nice
1: flavor to it that is so tasty it's like it's like buffalo hot sauce but
0: it's different though different yeah it's a lot like buffalo and then you hot put sauce. like the maple syrup on it oh uh, we didn't do that oh but it was on like a biscuit
1: yeah, which yep. was oh so fucking good. Yeah, it's so good, it's so good. It's making me hungry. Yeah. So, but then I just want to go home and lie on the couch after that. That sort of.
0: Meeting. Oh yeah. Well, the nice thing like, is, then I just hop in my bunk, go right to sleep. See you later. <laughs> yeah. See, I'll see you. I'll see you guys in Denver. <laughs>
1: exactly yeah
0: exactly i i start to think that they hate me sometimes just because i because i get i get motion sickness yeah because because you can't see like out front and it's hard out the side so oh right yeah um so, I don't usually get motion sickness, but in our vehicle, yeah. I kind of do, just because it's kind of like a, a like a tank. You can't really see outside. So, the thing yeah. is moving around. So, I usually, and I feel much better. So almost like
1: in a submarine.
0: Kind of. And I feel much better when I'm landing in my bunk, and I'll put my headphones on and try to yeah. drift off. get, get oh, that's some rest. good.
1: It's almost like a deprivation A
0: chamber. little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's dark. You got your own curtain. You're in re- really your own space. Which, yeah. Which is nice, but... Yeah. So what do you see? um, What is like, do you have any kind of musical goal for like your local? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, this is in the the nicest way possible. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, And not even in any kind of bad way. But uh, do you have a goal for your your jazz or as a band leader? Like what, what do you see? Mm -hmm. what was kind of like your your mission yeah i i I don't i don't you know that's a great question i don't have a mission
1: i think that's a that's that's an issue but i just uh i just i'm basically
0: man you know how it is like life because chris you're such i mean you're you downplay it a lot but you're probably one of the most talented guitarists wow jazz guitarists that i've ever heard (laughs) wow thank you jesse and it's not and it's not just um it's not just what you play, uh-huh. it's how you play and your approach oh, and yeah. your attitude, Yeah, which I think sets you apart from most people.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, first of all, thank you. But I mean, I don't know if I have a goal, you know, um, but uh, on the attitude and stuff, it's such a weird business to be involved in because there is no... Um, like um like a, a way to uh really sort of like gain levels it's just like who you know you know like you can't just yeah. like okay well I'm, I'm this good now so i i deserve this you know it's it's really just networking and having a good time like i i just go out to play music man and i love to do it and that is great but it's also detrimental because i'm not business oriented so i'm not like hey i gotta go i gotta go play in new york all right i gotta get to new york you know because i want to be a real guy i gotta i gotta real jazzer i gotta be in new york and i gotta win the downbeat thing and then i gotta go to europe you know like i'm just like hey man i'm gonna go play on wednesday and drink some beers and have a good time yeah And uh, that's very that's that's great, but it's also do you ever do you ever
0: do you ever feel do you ever feel the the pressure of wanting to do those things and and the fact that you don't really that's not really super important for you.
1: No, it's not important for me. I mean, it is. You know, I'm I I'm married now, so like now, I'm like my wife would be like, "What are you doing? Like, you got
0: to do something, right?" Yeah, but wouldn't that mean like I know when I got married, it it, it kind of put a lot of I. It, she didn't put, i mean it didn't put pressure on me but i know i put a lot of pressure on myself yeah to try to uh yeah i don't know try to get things get yeah. things going a little yeah, bit cause more yeah cuz you
1: want you want to be you want to contribute you know to uh to uh bettering the both of your both of your lives you yeah know. you want to keep progressing yeah so that that's the pressure but um you know i don't i don't want to be the best and i i never wanted to be the best cuz i've always felt like that i'm that berkeley student that had ones you know yeah i started berkeley when i had ones and i i took the entry exam and i was like just put me in the beginning stuff Mm. i want to do the whole program you know and when i graduated i think it went up to eights and i think i had sevens i think when i graduated so like it's just about um doing i love working hard you know and i love going out and just having a good time and playing and meeting all these different people you get to meet because when you're a musician, you don't just hang out with people that are your age, right? And doing all the same thing that you're doing. Like you're you're meeting people that might be like 20 years older than you, and yeah. you. But you have a connection with them. Yep. And then 20 years younger than you, and you have a connection with them. You know, which is kind of wild.
0: It is kind of wild
1: because you're you're on stage with somebody who's like like you might be in your mid 30s or late 30s, and then and then you're playing with somebody who's like 21. And then you're playing with another person who's like in his Mm sixties. You know, and and I always get
0: super surprised when it's someone like so much younger, like twenty one years old or 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 something like that. And I don't play with a lot of twenty something year olds, but when you do, you're like, Oh man, like I just (sighs) want you to know like if you work hard (sighs) and you like if this thing clicks for you and hard work kind of thing like we were talking about before there's really no limit to yeah. what you can accomplish as long as it's you, cool to see that yeah it's cool it, to it's see so somebody cool to see it that's really into it like that i like the i like, used to be competitive about it and not want yeah want to see it but that was something you know my in my adult development where i i wanted to see people succeed or, and i was happy to see my friends succeed and be yeah. on late night tv shows and stuff like that sure Sure.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't give a damn about being uh, the best or making it or anything. Like, it's like it, it, if anybody's got great success, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, great success. Great success. Like, I just. I'm just happy to be playing music. You know. And uh, if I could go and get myself organized, I would go out. You know. To, like, I'm pretty sure, I'm I'm good enough at this point you know to go to new york and play okay fine or go to europe and play fine Mm. i don't think anybody would be like wait wait a minute whoa whoa just you're not allowed to play that song or something you know no one's gonna stop me but i don't think any, no one's gonna stop anybody you just you so it's like what are you what are you really in it for i mean i I don't i i i don't think it's uh something that people are trying to you know, like do it to be the best because if you're doing it to do that you're probably not going to be the best like it's it's so hard you know and you're going to come up against people that are just so naturally talented that you're yeah. not going to win anyway so yeah you yeah. might as well just have fun doing it
0: you know and i feel like if you're doing it just to be the best then you're doing it i mean you're doing not only are you doing it for the wrong reasons yeah but it's it's pretty uh it's it's selfish you know, cause music yeah. is, music is supposed to be for the benefit of everyone. It's my, like a community. In it's my a, opinion. Yeah, yeah, You know, there are the, there are the people out there that are just so good and, and right. to get even better and to push the instrument and, and how yeah. we hear the instrument how we put like people like Jojo Mayer, who's a drummer. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of like a guitar player, like maybe someone like Steve Vai. I don't know if I'm. If I'm uh, sure, he's accomplished a lot, you know. But but uh, these guys push the envelope, and I feel like they have yeah. to have a certain uh, a certain kind of like well competitiveness. Like, yeah, would like to ch- reach their check ability. out like
1: uh, check out like 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 uh, West Montgomery or Jimi Hendrix. Like yeah, what are their well, Jimi Hendrix
0: feels to me as, as someone that just was such an artistic person. Yeah, and really just wanted was doing was doing things for art's sake yeah and and he found this audience and he became you know he's right. always on he's always and he like, he was super self-conscious about his singing of course but there
1: was that one quote when he when he was asked like who do you think is the greatest guitar player like people say it's you and 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 he's like nah i just play and have have mm. fun
0: you know and yeah i think you, that's the best attitude yeah if you say that's that what you want to hear yeah yeah, and it's like Jimi Hendrix saying that, and you're just like, "Wow, this guy is." But from him, you believe it. It's ins- it's sincere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like, I feel like some people would say that and be like, "Oh, this is what I'm supposed to say." But like from right. him, from him, right. it's so you know that he really means it. And and and, right. and another person like that is like John Lennon. I'm a huge fan. I got you mm-hmm. know right behind me. I have a bunch of John Lennon books that I've read. And, yeah. Um, you know, he's just one of those guys. He started off in art school. Right. And was just somebody that was trying to make his life right meaningful through right. art. Yeah. And he just happened to be one of the yeah. one of the Beatles. You know?
1: But you know that that's uh that's the thing. You gotta keep rolling your own snowball down the hill and it just it just keeps getting bigger.
0: Back to that snowball.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um like if you look at Wes Montgomery man, like that guy you look at him and who knows what he really was practicing like but like Mm -hmm. he just doesn't look like he gives a fuck about anything he says like yeah i'm smoking a cigarette i'm smiling yeah and i'm sitting here i don't even know what some of these chords are but that's up for debate actually but and he's just playing like the like stuff that that uh nobody has even come close to in um what are we in in 2018 now so we're talking about
0: 2019
1: 2019 so we're talking about 60 years and nobody has even come close to doing what he did on the guitar do
0: you think it's because um a lot of guitar players are so caught up in the history in the past where they don't try to propel into the future no I, i it's just a skill level thing i i think it's
1: it's the approach
0: The approach, okay. Yeah,
1: I don't think he set, like, I don't think Wes Montgomery set out to be the best. He just did some, he did what he'd like to do.
0: Yeah. And,
1: like, nowadays, with, like, music schools and stuff, you you have these people that are, like, well, he plays guitar like nobody else, but the music isn't really as like it's not that great like the music is great he plays guitar like but he's he's not a musician he just plays guitar really well like he plays the shit out of the guitar like um i don't i hate to like to downplay anybody but there's like some guitar players out there that are just like they're like whoa this is the next new guitar player that's really really good you know but you like you look at him like yeah that guy plays the shit out of guitar but like i've been playing guitar for 20 years and i don't want to listen to this guy yeah like it's just like yeah you play guitar great but i don't n- nothing you play moves me you yeah know? and that's the thing is like you don't want to go out But i'm and, sure it does move other people and yeah something. it does it do, probably does yeah, yeah. but you want to like go out and uh you don't have to be the best if you're true to yourself right like yep. you just because nobody else can do what you do right nobody else can be as silly as you or as awkward as you or, right. you know, as as um, nice or as
0: mean or whatever. Like, yeah, that's where you had that's the secret. Like, that's where you have your advantage. Yeah. I feel like uh, who is this? I heard this from my buddy, Joe Bentley, who is a great bass, bass player, went to this camp and um, uh, with uh, Vic, that was taught by Victor Wooten. Yeah, the bassist Victor Wooten, and he told me something that Victor said that kind of stuck with me. He said like, no one can like if a baby were to grab my bass and yeah. play it, yeah. there's no way I could replicate it. Right, I couldn't play that. I couldn't play what right. that what that kid could play. Yeah. And there's and there's something to that, and obviously he's you know he's full of shit. Victor, he's totally him. full of shit. <laughs> and obviously, if we if we you break it down and, and you go through all the years that you're learning your technique and building yeah. your foundation as a mu- as a musician, right? Of course, you need to do that to to develop to a level where you're listenable and where people want to yeah uh, in ingest the music that you're making yeah. but you're always going to be you you're always going to play with your own hands and the way that you play well
1: that that was the thing i was talking about before like i don't want to be a button pusher
0: okay because it, you do understand what you mean yeah you, you
1: you know if you you can just be completely non-talented at music but be able to push all the right buttons right you know and then people are like wow this guy's so fast man. he's fast um and crowds love that actually by the way
0: fast stuff oh yeah yeah i've been <laughs> well even when i listen to you play when you start doing some fast thing i'm like Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah everybody's like wow yeah that's yeah. cool you know? i'm sure it's just a technique that's probably not yeah. even that hard for you i
1: was like okay here comes the uh the here comes the Stu- woos yeah here comes the stupid bullshit watch this watch this i'm like,
0: and we're like
1: oh my god and, and it I'm, works and i'm like boop me I'm like fuck that guy <laughs> 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 i'm just playing two notes come on man yeah all right do you notice you know because you have way more experience than me on this but like i've been trying to be like singing you know just just so i can play gigs where i i'm playing guitar and and electric guitar and, and yeah and having that opportunity but there are certain songs that work live that that are just great and then you yep. try like other songs and you're like oh that was awful yeah that song just does not work yep in a small bar,
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, a lot of it has to do with, first of all. Why
1: is that? Why Why? was your take on that? Like, why Why do I, I play one song and it's like, damn, that was amazing. I will get back to my take on that right after this.
0: <laughs> all right, we're back. Um, so, you asked me why some songs work some yeah. places and why some don't. Right. Well, we kind of run into this on the road a bit. Oh, where, really? Yeah. It's a little bit different, because in a bar, not everyone's paying attention all the time. But so, I feel are, like... Aren't you doing all originals? We are, but it matters uh, It matters a lot where you place the songs in the set list. Really? Oh, yeah. Y- yeah. Are you talking about like slow and fast stuff, or... Yeah, I mean, when you're putting on a show, you want to create an arc in the show. So, some... Some people like to start, like, really high energy to, like, kind of grab everybody right away. Yeah. Um, some people like to ease into it. I feel like if... It depends on the artist, really, and how their mm-hmm. fans are. Yeah. I could go either way when it comes to that. Starting really, really high energy or, or starting really... That was a thing that Queen did was they had parts in their songs where there could be a lot of crowd participation yeah a lot of audience participation well they had some smart people in their band yeah well they were you know and again from the movie it's like they were a group of individuals that really uh really gelled together well like the way that the decisions were made it, it just worked in their favor. I mean, they, they sound yeah. like Queen for that reason and that reason only. Because wow. each of them had something to bring to the table. Right. Which, you know, is this big soup. It just made Queen. Yeah, the soup. Vegetable the soup. soup. <laughs> big old vegetable soup. Containing the letter Q. <laughs> Q for Queen.
1: So, um, but like Brian May, the guitarist, mm-hmm. he's like an astrophysicist. I believe it. And he made his own That all. hair
0: looks like Doc Brown. <laughs> but you know <laughs> kinda. You know not that really.
1: One of the and he's really tall.
0: Is he really tall?
1: He's like he's like seven eight. Oh man. No, he's not seven eight. You <laughs> fucking <laughs> mean, be the tallest person ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. No.
1: Smart. Yeah, I think he's like six but he's like six four. You know, like seven, six four eight. or six
0: six, you know, like something that's like a little bit unusual. You're like, wait a minute. You blew it on your because I'm super <laughs> gullible, so you blew it on your chance to have me believe that he was seven eight. Is that a measurement? Six nine is like one of the tallest people I've ever seen in real yeah. life. Well, I imagine seven eight. I saw Robert Parrish. Do you know who Robert Parrish is? He's a basketball
1: player. Yeah. Center for the for the Celtics, Boston Celtics back in like the nineties uh, and eighties. 80s. 80s And, 90s. and um <clears throat> man that guy was like two human beings stacked on top of each other i was like
0: what it's amazing it this guy is so tall yeah it's 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 too tall. I, I'd argue it's too tall. It's too tall. It's a little bit too yeah, I tall. Yeah, I think they went a little overboard with how tall they were. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's NBA players, man. You, you got next to NBA players. They're like, all just trying to be so damn hell?
0: tall. Yeah. I mean, be a little less tall guys. They're literally like superhumans. I know. It's crazy. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I should have... I should have done that when I, I was a kid. should have run more. <laughs> That's how I should have been. I should have been super tall, too.
1: Yeah. Now, like, you're like, you got to run just for health reasons, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you're like... Basically running
1: myself into the ground. Uh, I, like, could hardly do 20 minutes. And you're like, oh, 20 minutes. Damn uh, it. And these people are sprinting, like, how long is a basketball game? Like, three, I don't know, three, like three all, hours? Like, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Scores like
0: the game eight, I think it la- I'm pretty sure it's all
1: 12,933 to like eleven thousand eight
0: hundred. <laughs> they just kept going. They just kept playing.
1: <laughs> the scores are getting pretty
0: ridiculous. These scores are getting crazy, but uh I got it's like one hundred and sixty to one twenty two. You're like, what? And there wasn't quarters anymore. They just they just did it by the hour hour <laughs> yeah. of the day. Yeah. You know, it's it's noon now, and uh, the score is run, they're is running it up. They're really running.
1: They're really running it up. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Now it's six p.m. and the <laughs> the score is and the game ends. The game ends like right at midnight. Right at midnight. Players
1: have gone home for dinner right now.
0: And there has to be two different squads because <laughs> the other squad has to play the next day because because. Yeah. You know the squad that's been playing all day the day before Just obviously can't go two games in a row
1: it's like a relay race now.
0: yeah so there's like the a and b squad or whatever you want to call them the one squad one squad two yep. squad a squad b yep whatever you want to call it really it doesn't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> 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 oh
1: yes yeah yeah
0: well i think I think on that note, <laughs> yeah.
1: I think, Where am I right now? I think we should probably
0: uh, <laughs> probably wrap this up, right? Yay,
1: we did it! We did it, man! That's awesome! Yeah, what a great experience! Good. Thank you for inviting me over. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I didn't was, think it was gonna happen. I thought you, I honestly yeah, thought you were gonna flake out. I was like, um, I could just stay on the couch right now.
0: I could tell <laughs> that <laughs> from that text. Oh yeah, that was like, yeah,
1: I'm totally sitting on Route Nine right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, well, That's what you call your couch Route 9 (laughs) Yeah you want to come over and hang out on the Route 9 And play some video games Watch (laughs) watch some TV
1: (laughs) Well watch Lost Kingdom It's great It's about
0: Vikings (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that show Oh really No.
1: Oh yeah sure You know it's whatever this show.
0: But yeah, man. All right. We'll wrap this up. Yeah, let's so, do it, man. Thank man let's you. go get a sandwich. Yeah, Jesus let's do I'll go Christ. get a sandwich with that. Fucking Um, Thanks so much, man. I really appreciate you coming. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesse. This is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Well, there it is. My lengthy, lengthy discussion with the great Chris Brown. Chris Brown, you can see him every Wednesday at Devilin's in Brighton Center for Jazz Night. They play from, I think, 9 to midnight, 9 to 1230 or so. They have a different cast of characters every week. So please go check them out and uh, support your local jazz artists. Um, Also, I will be playing with Chris here and there for some Sunday brunches around Boston when I am not on the road. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Also, follow me on Instagram at afterthegig. And as always, if you have a question or if you want to hear something specific on the podcast, make sure you send an email to afterthegigpod at gmail.com. It's not podcast. It's just pod. Afterthegigpod at gmail.com. All right. I think that's it. Everybody have a good rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. Bye.